Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. In 2,000 years, Jerusalem was under the control of the Jewish people. It was no longer being trampled underfoot by Gentiles. You see, the the rebirth of Israel in 1948, the retaking of Jerusalem in 1967, probably the most significant events prophetically since the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with you about a fulfilled prophecy from the Bible. The land of Israel has been promised to the Jews for a very long time. However, that land has been taken from them by various groups. It was prophesied that the Jews would regain the land, and they now inhabit the land. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The article goes on to describe how the Great War set the stage for World War II when once again we have this global conflict, nations rising against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And as we all know, before it was over, six million Jews had been murdered and the stage had been set for something that had never happened before the rebirth of a nation, which hadn't existed for 2,000 years. I mean, that had never, that had never happened. You understand, a people group, you know, you, you just had never had that, where, where they had managed to maintain their ethnic cohesion, their ethnic identity. And after 2,000 years, they had a nation again. And the language was reborn. And, and, and you know, and it started with one guy. It's so fascinating. I can't remember his name. Maybe next week I'll you know research it and bring it back. But this one guy decided that he was going to make his kids, his family was going to speak Hebrew at home. Nobody else was speaking Hebrew. Imagine that. Nobody else in the world was speaking Hebrew. He decided my family is going to speak Hebrew, and so he taught his children. And he insisted that at home, they spoke Hebrew. They had moved back to the land. They were going to move back to the language as well. And one of the neighbors found out what was going on and liked the idea and said, you know what, we're gonna, yeah, that's a great idea. We're going to do that too. We're going to teach our children. And another neighbor and another neighbor, and pretty soon it, it spread. And Hebrew 
The language was reborn. Hundreds of years before Jerusalem had even been destroyed, Isaiah prophesied about the rebirth. Isaiah 66, verses 6 to 13, the sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn for her. That you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom. That you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus says the Lord, behold, I will extend peace to her like a river and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall feed on her sides, shall you be carried and be dandled on her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. This is a promise from God. It was, it was kind of a, a double, you know, double meaning because, you know, they were in captivity. He was promising it wouldn't last forever. They were going to be comforted back in the, in the land, but then they had no idea the destruction that was coming. Luke, as he writes about this same part of Matthew where Jesus is teaching concerning the times in which we're living. Luke 21, verses 23 and 24, he says, But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. You see, that's why I say it's, it's, the, it's the age in which we're living, because in 1967... Jerusalem was divided. It's so shocking when, you know, driving through Jerusalem now and you can see that, you know, there, there, was, there was a fence. It's like this in the middle of this highway. You know, imagine if, you know, I-95 and somebody built a wall in the middle of it. And the west side, you can't go into. That's off limits. Kind of like, you know, with Berlin back in the day. East Berlin, that belonged to the Russians, basically. West Berlin, the American side, as it was originally. No, it was, Jerusalem was like that. But in 1967, when the Arab nations rose up and the Muslim nations once again tried to destroy Israel, Israel took back Jerusalem. And for the first time in 2,000 years, Jerusalem was under the control of the Jewish people. It was no longer being trampled underfoot by Gentiles. You see, the, the rebirth of Israel in 1948, the retaking of Jerusalem in 1967, probably the most significant events prophetically since the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
Everything changed. People will say to me sometimes, oh, you know, the earthquakes. I mean, I know people talk about, you know, this is the end times, but, you know, I'm not sure I buy it. Listen, you better buy it because Israel was the tipping point. The retaking of Jerusalem, you can't overstate the significance of that prophetically. Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 9, continuing, he says, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. We're going to come back to that next week, because I realize I need to deal with that just a little bit. But, but thinking about everything that we've read up to now, um, al-Shabaab extremists execute three Christian teachers in a raid on a primary school in Kenya last week. Eleven Christians killed every day for their decision to follow Christ. Again, that, that is an article from like the last week or so here. Nigerian pastor who praised God in ransom video beheaded after refusing to deny Christ. That was this, this week, right? This past week. And, and I could have kept going. I mean, I had to resist the temptation. There's, there's so much happening right now. Right now. This is, it's intensifying. It's going, another article that I saw yesterday, millions of locusts swarming across Africa. They're saying they're, they're, they're anticipating the potential for almost a complete destruction of the food supply across Africa because of this literal plague of locusts that is right now sweeping across the different nations, right? It's, it's more and more and more and more. And, and with all these things, we, we see the love of many growing cold. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, We know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.